Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Bean. So this past weekend I was down in Peterborough at PCA First Timers. Um, now for those of you that aren't in the UK, PCA is one of the arguably top two federations within the, the bodybuilding competitive scene um, and they always have um, specific first timers show across the year. So that all, you know, the, the category stands for it is that person's first time ever competing. They've never competed on stage before, um, and that's what they specifically run it for. They they all have other regionals as well, but they have a host of first timers shows across the year, and the popularity of those first timer shows has taken a sharp increase over the past couple of years. Um, but also the standard is. As well, <laughs> so went from here to like that, you know. Before, I'd say maybe a year or two ago, uh, you could have think, "Oh, there's a first timer show. I've got a great athlete. I'm going to put in a minute, and I think they're going to do really well." Uh, to now, I've got a great athlete. We'll put in a first timer show, and we'll see who shows up. We'll see what the standards like on the day. Um, so the brand myself had two clients competing. We had a men's physique athlete, uh, medium Ross, and a short bikini girl, uh, Kate. And I know a lot of coaches say this, but in general, I couldn't have been happier with the package that they that we presented that we had going into the show. And in the in the lead up, in the weeks that I've been, I wouldn't have changed a, a single thing. Now, results maybe didn't go necessarily our way. You know, I would hope that a couple of decisions had, had went away, but they didn't, and that's just the nature of the sport. So for Ross, when he uh, when he came on. Um, when they went through the, the the mandatory quarter turns, he got moved to what looked like third position, and you know, having watched the show and seen like right, that's where that's where the number three is. Um, I'm thinking, boom, bingo, brilliant. And Ross is on the cusp of um, bodybuilding. Legs aren't quite there yet, but we're aware of that. We spoke about it. Um, but we know, like I know, just with his muscle bellies and his size and his conditioning, we could we could still hang with the physique guys. Um, so, anyway, they all came out. He gets moved to third, and what was great is that Ross is quite blocky, and this why he's more like a bodybuilder. Now, the the average of the class was quite blocky, right? So he definitely fitted in. Whereas there was one guy with a tiny waist who who won the class before Ross, the short guys, and um, they were all tiny little waists. Right, so when the short guys came out, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, if we get that kind of class, we're in trouble. Uh, but they came out, anyway, the majority blocky, he got moved to what looked like third, and he got and he held it. They didn't move him, and you saw his confidence improved as he got moved, his posing was great, the look was awesome, he was he was dry, he was hard, he was shredded. But, they, you know, they ended up giving him fourth, so we just missed out, and then... Um, you know, as a coach, you have to take that on the chin. I mean, as an athlete, you have to take that on the chin. That's kind of the whole idea of this podcast was I wanted to go through, recap the show with my athletes, give you some feedback on what their um, their experience was like, but also how they reacted to their placing or not. Um, and then also what I saw out with that um, from from other athletes and, and maybe a little bit of, of my, my past. So um, he came out... Um, Obviously, naturally, was was disappointed, and I think that you know, as a, a competitor, you have every right to be a bit disappointed because you've put in so much work over the months for this specific event. Um, but how he handled and conducted himself after that, I thought you know, was brilliant, and it it was very respectful 
to the other athletes. Um, of course, he he wanted more, and it would have been would have been great. But we chatted at length, and he was like, "I wouldn't have changed how how I look at the moment." And and you know, I said to him, "I says, well, we couldn't really got you leaner." And the feedback he got was that he was uh, his condition was great, fullness was great, needed a bit of work on stage presence, um, and a little bit of work up top, clavicular region of the of the pec. So that kind of confirmed to us that right, well, we were kind of spot on with uh, with conditioning. Um, and it, w- it would have been nice. It would be nice on the cake, but um, straight away our our thoughts turned to his his next show, which is in about two weeks' time. And we got some feedback. We kind of write, okay, right, that's the look that we need. It's just a case of right, who's going to show up at that next show? And I'll move on to Kate before I give you a synopsis of kind of what I was like and what not to do years ago. So Kate. Kate uh, comes out, there's 14 in her class, the biggest and most competitive class of the day. Trust trust us to have have Kate in there. Um, but you know what? She she handled herself so well. For someone that was very nervous and didn't show it or express it to me, but very nervous going in, um, her presence was good. She posed well, it was nice and fluid. Her, her condition was on point. Her condition was, was just as... As, as lean um, as the winners. I actually think she was a little bit leaner from the rear than the winners. Um, but the one thing that sort of, uh, that we effectively got marked down on was just the, the, the mass from the rear, the tissue from the glutes, because the top three, even the fourth and fifth that got invites, they were all just bigger in the glutes. Um, but Kate was, I would say, one of the leanest from the rear in her glutes. And the top three were definitely softer, but they were bigger. So. It was very consistent with what the top three and, and, and the look was rewarded. So that's where you kind of go. Like, as, a, as a coach, you kind of you look for consistency with judging because then that dictates, okay, what, what you do moving forward with your athlete. So to see that, I really liked the consistency from PC. I think it was brilliant. And um, again, Kate come out and, and she actually didn't look disappointed. And I guess I, I was more disappointed for her because like Kate is... Case is a phenomenal athlete. She's got a great physique, and I could see the potential in her. And I know it's just a matter of time before that look is rewarded. Same with Ross. Uh, Ross got a British invite and came fourth. Um, Kate, we made first callouts, but we didn't get a British invite. I think I, I kind of had her about sixth um, out of the at the fourteen. There were seven in first callouts, um, and simply if she had the tissue in the glutes that the winners had, uh, the top three, I think she, she would have probably took the class, if I'm honest. Um, but again, how she handled herself, how she conducted herself, like, was brilliant. And and I hope that in part, I've had something to do with that, sharing my experiences to them and you guys and my athletes about how I reacted in the wrong way years ago. And I'm going to go into that here about what not to do. But what was also awesome was to see that Kate not only didn't look disappointed, she supported other athletes that were her friends that were um you know markedly upset about it um and and that's a sign i feel of a true competitor and and i think a, a competitor that's great for the sport and if there's a an example of a role model of how to react to 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 not placing um i think kate and ross would be would be a real like a real good example of that now I'm biased as a coach, right? I want the best for them, and I'm gonna say, oh well, I think you looked a little bit better, blah blah. But 
when Ross came out, I was like, there was nothing really between you and the, you know, and the, and the guy that came third. I says, the top two, they were top two. But I thought we had the third. And when Kate came out, I says, look, we just got beat on size. And, and that's and that's that. Um, because what you might see is, and this is kind of like, the, the, thing, the funny thing is, the coaches each year at these shows remain the same. So I'm always going to see Rob. I'm always going to see Tom. Um, Bradley was there, which was great, my old client. Um, but you're always going to see the same sort of coaches. Year on, year out, so you have a catch-up and the athletes sort of change. Um, but what you might see is you might see some competitors, not just in first-timer shows, but in other shows, be very, very like irate about not placing. Right, we've all seen it, right? You've been at a show and you've seen someone chuck their medal down or they're on stage and they get given third and they look fucking raging, right? Because they expected to place a little bit higher. Um, and then rather than, you know, congratulate the ones that did well and be respectful, I'm not saying you need to be like, you know, if you don't place new backstage, I'm not saying you need to be like happy, you know, happy Larry or whatever, but I'm saying take it from someone that did it wrong like just just go up and say congratulations well done and um, sometimes they want to get a photo with the whole class see last year when i did the 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 south southeast or it was called pca i came fourth and i was i was pretty gutted if i'm honest um and again like most competitors i felt like i, I should have done a little bit better um just mostly because of um, just because a few reasons, we won't go into it. But um, I remember back as soon as I got backstage, I congratulated the guys and I went to get changed straight away. And I had got changed, and the guy that had won had said, "Oh, well, we get a photo." And in my head, I was like, "Fuck that!" But the logical part came on. I was like, "Yeah, no problem." Put the trunks back on, got a photo, spoke to the guys a bit, then left. And I think, well, then when you're on your own, then you have your moment to be a little bit raging, a little bit upset, a little bit frustrated because how someone deals with that is going to be different from person to person you might need 10 minutes on your own of just sheer pain and anguish and you might be upset and frustrated it might not hit you till the next day a couple of days later because you're just so in the moment like oh my god my first time blah 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 whatever it is that you need to do do it on your own don't do it in front of other athletes mainly because you don't want to be getting a so you don't be getting a bad name in this sport, right? You get a, you, you'll see, some people even put this on Instagram, man, and this is when like, I see that, I'm like, oh, that's cringy. Like, like, oh, the judges got it wrong, bro. And you're like, well, they didn't get it wrong. They just awarded a different look. So, you know, suck it up, take your feedback on and, and, and improve. Now, that was the weekend. Um, and let me tell you what I was like the first time I did a show. I can beat in 2017, men's physique. And I got so obsessed over a year and a half of, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to place, I'm going to win. You know, fucking hard work in the room, all that, all that shit. And the time came that, uh, I found that there was four of us in our class. It was a UKBFF show. Um, they put the most muscular men's physique guy, because there was one in class on stage with me, and they put me beside him, and I was bigger than him. So... I didn't place. Now, at the time, I didn't know why. I was the biggest. I was just as lean as the other guys. But I had no conception of, like, judging results, the law of averages, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I left very quickly. Didn't congratulate anyone. Uh, went to my hotel room and was 
fucking raging. And I felt really empty for kind of weeks after it because I'd spent so long building this up in my head, in my head, in my head, um, about I'm going to win, going to this. And then it didn't, when it didn't come to fruition, it, it really, yeah, I guess it really fucked me up a little bit mentally because um, I had become so, like, re- like within myself, I pushed everyone away. I didn't want to speak to anyone. Um, I didn't want to speak to my mates. I didn't want to speak to my family. I was very much on my own. And, and after that, you kind of realise that, well, fuck, you're... I'm still on my own and no one's about so it was a very lonely period for me um, but that I guess I had to go through that to realise what not to do um, to do it differently the, the next time and to then encourage my athletes on what to do so moving into what I would recommend if you have had a, a show this year and it, you know if you have done it, it's been the one that's just went or it's been a two bro show because it's just been two this year but the season started or maybe this is something that I hope you can listen to uh, for your show that's later on down the line because um, there's going to be shows every single weekend now you've got the Scottish season that's less than sort of two weeks away um, so as a, as a first timer as athlete what I'll always and I'm always very honest with my athletes what I'll say is look I think we have the potential to place at some point this season in a show I will not say we're going to win that one. We're going to place second or third there, like because you just don't know. But what I say is, I say right, we're not just going to focus on one show. I say what I want you to do is I want you to try and do three. If finances can, you know, if it's feasible, can we commit to three? Main reason is, is that if you put your eggs, all your eggs in one basket and it doesn't happen, doesn't go your way, it can be left feeling frustrated, empty, lost. I hated the sport after it. Like, I fucking hated the sport. I was like, I'm never competing again. What a waste of time. Blah, blah, blah. And here we are seven shows later just because I maybe grew up a little bit, right? And so, as I said, about three shows. And I'll say, right, well, the first one is it's going to be a trial run, you know, because you're going to feel like at times a rabbit in the headlights. You've never done this before. I often use this analogy when I'm speaking to the, my bikini girls uh, or figure girls and I say, right, just imagine you'd be at the side of the stage, you're waiting for them to call your number and your legs maybe start shaking, you feel really nervous, you do your eye walk or you do your posing and whatnot, it's all a bit of a blur, you know, maybe a pose doesn't go quite as well, uh, you forget to hit a certain transition or whatever it is and then before you know it's gone, it's over. Didn't place, boom, gone, done, done. And you're like, holy shit, that was four months or five months of my life, it's, it's just went in a flash. Um, so instead what I say is right we use that as we say a trial run we see we see what happens we see who shows up we present the best package that we can present um, moving on Re- receive the feedback whatever happens we, we look at the, the peak how did the peak go was there anything we should have done differently how's the look what's the feedback that we received is it in alignment with what we thought so for example with Kate we knew going in that we didn't have the tissue and the glutes I feel we needed to have a complete package. You know, she's very, very big, big delt up top. Um, but the glutes just need that a little bit more. And the feedback we received was more development in the glutes and armies. Okay, cool, right, that's what we thought. Brown. So then we think, right, <coughs> let's let's look at the second show. Pick one that's about two weeks after. Don't pick it the week after because if it's your first time, you'll have the night off of the show and then you'll probably struggle the next day to stick to your diet, and then the third day you'll get right back in it. So I'd recommend if it's your first time, two, two weeks, if, if you're a seasoned competitor, 
seven next seven days is fine. Just you can't have an off-plan meal after your first show after that show, which a lot of people like think sucks. But last year, like I didn't have an off-plan meal after three of my shows, um, because I had a show seven days later. I actually ran um no carb. Like I competed and then ran no carb and just protein uh protein fats and veg the rest of the day. So anyway, you look into that second show. Maybe it's a you know I'd always recommend a different federation. Don't do the same one. Different federation, different set of judges, perhaps a different set of athletes. Yes, you might get some crossover. You might get completely new ones. You might show up. You know, Kate had fourteen. There was fourteen of them in her class, biggest class of the day. She might show up next week, and there might be four of them. You, you've got no idea the size of the class going in. Now, as a coach, you can kind of tell, right, well, that's when that show is. I think that'll be busy or that won't or whatever. Um, so that's easy for us. But as an athlete, you maybe don't know. So all you can do is bring your best. That's as simple as that. So then you go into that second show and you find that, right, well, my you know, what I was doing with posing, like, okay, I, I know how a show runs. I know what it's like. Um, so when they call my name, right, boom, I, I fucking know what I'm doing. I hit that transition. I've learnt from that show before. Um, and maybe in that federation, you look rewarded. Maybe you you improve. You know, you went from first call-outs um, to then maybe in that show, you, you, you nip a third place. You nip a British invite. Um, or you just improve your placing. Again, what does that do? Increases your confidence a little bit. Again, you've got more experience on stage. Um and then you go for your third one. And I'll say the third one, that's that's gotta be the biggie. That's gotta be the big one. That's the, the main event, right? I tried to describe this to a client the other day. Um, I think it was actually Ross when we were down south. I was like, <clears throat> you look at any sport, like let's look at football, because in the, in Scotland people people like football. I don't, I don't watch it. But you think of like a cup, right? There's like a first round, there's a second round, there's maybe a third, but then there's like quarterfinals, semifinals, and there's a final. So I try and I try and the analogy to my clients like right well the first show is the first round and then maybe you go straight into the semi-finals right for the second show and the third show is the finals so that's the one that you want the best look you've got all the feedback from you've maybe trialed different peaks because as a coach you might think right well if I've got feedback saying they want a bit dry more dryest or they want a bit harder I can we can manipulate that we can change it so the third look you've done it before you know exactly what the process is you know you know what peak week's like you know how show day runs you're way more relaxed, right? Because that first show, stress levels, cortisol levels, through the roof, which ultimately can impact the look. Third show, cortisol levels were here first show, down here last show, right? Because you're you're kind of at that point, you 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 just want to like you're going to enjoy it, and you're kind of in your head thinking, right, this is the last one. It's all over for a wee while. Um, I'm not going to let stress get the better of me. Excuse me, and you'll find you're a lot more relaxed. My last show last year at FedEx was the most chill that I'd been out of the whole five shows that I did. And it was just because I was like, I was I was happy, I was content with what I'd achieved that season. It was like anything else is, is icing on the cake. Um, and it was again, the most chill that I'd ever been. It was, it was the most fun I ever had. So I reckon the third show I have the most fun. By that time, you get to the side of the stage, you're like, call my fucking name. Call my name, come on. They do. You go out, you fucking nail your pose, and you've done it before, you know what you're doing. There's different it's a different federation, it's different judges, it's different athletes. 
you might be the strongest competitor there. You might be the best look, one of the best looks. You might again go from having placed third or maybe improved to a British invite to then start to get placing a second, maybe even a win. And that's why I'd recommend you do not put all your eggs in one basket like I did in 2017. Now, understandably, there are some of you out there that are thinking, Vaughn, well, financially, I, I can't afford to do three shows the travel, the accommodation, the tan, fucking the food, the coaching, if you're an, a guy, the drugs. You know what I mean? Say, Vaughn, it's, it's not feasible. I'm saying, right, well, can you do two, right? Or can we do a federation that it won't cost quite as much? Can we Can we do our own tan? Like, for example, um, like IBFA just require you to, to show up and it's a small registration fee and it's not a big entry free where some federations, the entry fee might be a little bit more, 40, 50 quid, and the tan might be a bit more, the entry for that actual show might be a bit more for your class. So again, if you're unsure, speak to your coach, okay, well, what federations can we do that are maybe a little bit smaller? Um, and that's, again, what you can do is you could start off with a like a local regional, something that's not far away. Um, you know, if you're in the UK, two bros in PCA are at the top, Right. Now, albeit I'm just explained that Ross and Kate just did PCA, yes, of course, we have went in at the deep end, right? When maybe we should have flipped on its head. However, just with the way that the the season and the show dates started um, and when federations were coming out, that's just how it panned out. So they have maybe went into their hardest show of the season first. And in my opinion... They did. They did very well. They held themselves very well against awesome competition. So for them, and I said this in Instagram posts, like the look I feel will be rewarded at some point, even more so this season with the other shows, knowing that it might not be a you know I highly doubt Kate will get fourteen girls in her class in her next show or the one after. Um, I think with Ross, we, there was about was there seven or eight of them. Um, but I know his next show is in PCA Scotland and there's not as, uh, just in Scotland, there's not as many people as down south, right? So very rarely will someone from down south travel to Scotland to compete because there's just so many shows down south. You know, they're maybe like, oh, that show's two hours away and a couple weeks I'll do that rather than, oh, well, I could go do, uh, you know, PCA Scotland or I can do IBF United City, but that's a six and seven hour train journey now. People from Scotland, we're mad enough to go down and do that because we know where the standard is. We, you know, we know that there's more people and how you judge yourself, your calibre as an athlete is against the best. So you go down and just there's not as many shows up here. We have like shows in April and that's about it, bar one or two in May. Um, whereas down south, there's shows literally from March to the end of October, every other week. So it makes sense. More opportunities to compete. You don't necessarily think, right, well, I'm going to compete in... June, July, well, you've, you can't compete in Scotland because there's no shows. So you've got to go, you've got to go down south. Um, but what I recommend then is if you're thinking, right, well, Vaughn, you know, two bros PCA, that's the cream of the crop. I want to do that to see how I fare against the best, best athletes in the country because the best athletes in the country will do the best federations. But to start off with, you know, I'm a rabbit in headlights. I want to just start small. Well, that, that's fine. That's what I'd recommend you do. Rather than have this mentality of like, 
you know, I want to go up the fucking best every single show. I think that's great, by the way. If that's you, fantastic. But that's probably going to come as the more experienced competitor you become and the better athlete you become, the, you know, the more muscle mass you have, the, the easier it is to get conditioned, the easier, easier it is to diet and whatnot. And the year on year, you present that better look. But if it's your first time, start off smaller. You know, don't be afraid. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get some people that'll be like, there's no like don't do that show that that won't be that won't be that great there won't be that many people well why the fuck not yeah I, I, I quote josh malley this is from a podcast i did with josh malley one of the biggest dudes in the uk he's six foot seven he's like 320 30 pounds whatever it is in off season um if not heavier um and, and he's i asked him at the time he's competed with two bros now but he used to solely compete with naba and i said when are you going to do ifbb and he went von he says, I like competing with NABA. And he says, my recommendation to anyone out there is to compete with the federation that you have the most fun with. Regardless of the status, what people say, etc., etc. Because you'll get one person that will say, oh, well, I think that federation's shit and this one's the best. And then you'll get another person that will say the complete opposite. Or they'll maybe chuck in a federation that you've never heard of. Um... And they'll say, well, that's the best. So you really need to figure out as an athlete what federations you want to do. Have a chat with your coach about the look that different federations will have and that will want. And are you going to be suited to that? So I have had some athletes this year that have said, Vaughn, hey, um, I want to win a pro card and I want to do, um, you know, the two bros qualifier before the Arnolds and I want to do the Arnolds. And I've been like, well, cool, right, cool. I love that you want to do that, but you're not quite there yet. And they went, oh, I haven't said like, well, yeah, like you, you need a bit more tissue here, X, Y, and Z, or you've never competed before, you need to compete first, or you've competed before and you've never won, you've placed third, second in regionals. Your next step up is to win a regional, right? You can't go very rarely where you get someone that has never competed before to then competes once and they become a pro. It just doesn't happen. You'll get people that will compete year after year after year to become a pro, right? To get more experience, to be seen, to be recognised. Sometimes being a becoming a pro, it's about being recognised very, very like often. The more you do it, year in year out, you keep coming back, you keep coming back, you keep coming back. But how I would say, goals wise, I would say, compete for the first time, enjoy it, see what it's all about. Because you might do it once and you might fucking hate it. You know what I mean? You might absolutely hate it. Not many people do. Many, most people sort of fall in love with it. Um, but then, if you've not placed, then your your first your next goal is to place at a show, right? At a regional. You then think the next goal after that, win a regional. Okay, cool, right, bro, I can do that. Then you say, right, it moves on to a British. Okay, let's compete in a British and see how we get on. Can we place at a British? Can we win a British? After that, if you do bros, it might go to a, two, uh, a pro qualifier. Can we place at a pro qualifier? Can we win a pro qualifier? That'll be. Can we win the overall in the pro, pro qualifier and become pro? That was like nine steps. I, I, I can't count back. Right. Well, let's count back. Right. Compete once. Place at a show. Win a regional. Place in a British. Win a British place at a pro qualifier, win a pro qualifier, win overall, but eight steps. That could take years. 
it, like it's not going to happen in one season. It might take you two, three, four, five seasons of competing, getting better, getting better because you can't control who shows up. You might be someone that in time is a pro caliber athlete, but every time you show up, there's just someone that's a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. You know that you've got you've got the tissue, you've got the conditioning, but someone's muscle bellies might be a bit better. Right, politics are involved. You might, you know, that might go against you in some shows. All, all I'd say, if that's your goal, consistency will prevail. Simple as that. But don't think. I think it'd be naive to think, and as a coach, to say you can become a pro athlete to someone that I don't feel like could at this moment. If they said I want to be a pro this season, I say okay, you want to be a pro? That's brilliant. We'll work towards that. But I think it's going to take this long, hypothetically. We then see through the stages how you're growing, how you're doing in shows, etc., etc. When we think that'll happen, what, what what's possible? But I think that having a definitive goal is brilliant. Wanting to place in a show is brilliant. Love it. Love the application. But if it doesn't go your way, don't sack it off. Don't give up, and don't think that the judges got it wrong, bro. Right. Because they, they didn't. There's a reason why you got placed where you're at. And if you've got the logical hat on, if your coach is there, if your coach can give you feedback, then you should be okay. Don't be reliant on your coach looking at one photograph and giving you their feedback. Like a lot of the time, people might ask me my opinion on athletes. If I'm, if I'm not there, I'll be like, I don't really know. I wasn't there. You know, I can maybe see loads of images, but sometimes just in person seeing how much bigger someone is how much better their stage presence is can really determine like the the, the reason why behind the placing and if you're not there and I'm, sometimes I'm not there because you know I live six seven hours away from some shows and I have to say well look I don't really know can you get some feedback from from the judges can you send me a video or, or whatnot or maybe there's a live stream um, and we'll, we'll we'll try our best off of that um but yeah I just I just want to come on Give you a little bit of a rundown of how the how the weekend went, um, and how how the athletes did, um, how they conducted themselves, what not to do, like what I did twenty seventeen, what not to do, um, and maybe perhaps a strategy going into your season ahead. And and if if you are competing this season, uh, I do wish you you know the best of luck. If you are at shows. Um, I would love to. I'd love to speak to you. Please come and say hi. Uh, if you are someone that has enjoyed this podcast and thought oh, that's a different approach to it, and you maybe you may be interested in coaching, like I'm always taking people on because I want to try and work with as many people as I can and, and help as many people as I can step on stage. But I'll never be that coach that works with too many athletes I cap my numbers uh, I make sure that I've not got too many com- people competing in, in one weekend because I care and I put a lot of work into athletes and to see their success to be there for their ups and downs is something I take huge pride in and joy in um, and I think that it was it was even more important for me to be there at the weekend and my athletes not placed rather than just being there when they have success you know being a good coach is being able to to take those results on the chin and to come back and be even better because being better is what we do and that is exactly what they will do moving forward so that's it for me guys wherever you are whatever you do give it the beans